0: edition of phillies today i'm your host james seltzer it is thursday april the 21st as we come off a phillies victory how about it the phillies win a game uh shouldn't be that exciting but they uh you know obviously had lost seven of eight prior finally win a game in colorado they don't get swept that's always good and look there were you know signs for hope yesterday as they did play a uh A nice game, you know, uh, uh, back and forth early and then ultimately the bats showed up uh, in a big way. And we'll get to that, too, as, uh, you know, certainly one bat in particular has been a far, far, far better player than I think anyone expected so far in his Phillies career. Um, And another player who has not been as good as people expected uh, had a nice couple games. So we'll dive into it all. But ultimately, you know, just nice to come off a win. And this team is Look five and eight. It's not a disaster, you know. I know that it's one of those things where, and I, you know that I, you know, if you've been listening to this show, you know that I've been saying that I'm not panicking, that I'm not um, super concerned. That you know there, you know, Joe Girardi concerns me. We've talked about that, and there are other things that you can point to that are concerning. But ultimately, it's it's way too early in the season to abandon what you thought before the season in in such a big way. And uh, I get it because the you know Phillies. We've Been through it, <laughs> you know. You know, it did all felt like a carbon copy of all the things that we felt. Um, usually in September, but ultimately, you know, um, way too early in the season to to freak out. Um, and you know, it was nice to see them win a game yesterday, obviously. <laughs> you know, that, that that's definitely for sure. Um, uh, you know, and win it in the way they did with the bats going off. The bats have not been consistent, but we've obviously seen. Um, a few games where they, they put up big numbers, you know, the opener the game, in Miami, this one. Um, so, you know, nice to see when the bats get going a little bit and hopefully maybe they're finding a lineup that's going to stick and work for a little bit. <laughs> that would be, that'd be good. But while, you know, I understand a uh, concern early, you know, I definitely think that sometimes, you know, it, we're so used to, we're so excited to have baseball back and also so used to reacting to other sports at a, in a, you know, overreacting to a game or two, and we always forget what a, what a marathon of a season it is, and uh, it really is. So um, nice to see him win yesterday; it really was. And, and look, you know, in in a little bit later, I wanna I wanna talk about some signs for hope, some reasons for optimism, because it has been a, as we just talked about, prisoners of the moment, a a a bummer of a week in terms of talking about this team. So you know, coming off win, you know, we can. Look forward to some positive things off day to day for the first time all season for the Phillies. So that's something, you know, exciting for the team. Um, And they come home, uh, obviously, after a two and five road trip. So always good to come home. Much better at home. This team is way better at home year after year after year after year. A consistent theme with this team. So coming home is good. Um, But we'll look back to last night and then um, obviously, or yesterday afternoon, I should say, into last night. Uh, and then, uh, and then I want to look ahead. We we'll see again some positivity, you know, some 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 good vibes as we come out of a win and we have an off day to kind of relish the the one win after again a rough road trip. I don't think we're relishing too much, but um, let's get to yesterday first. As it was back and forth game early, um, as you know the Phillies kind of answered and and you know we're getting it going a little bit offensively, but but Zach Eflin couldn't really settle in. Did end up giving up five and two thirds innings, which you know, in the moment early on, it didn't feel like he was going to make it that long. Nine hits, but no walks, five strikeouts. You know, it wasn't a disastrous outing from Eflin. It wasn't great, obviously, but it wasn't disastrous, and he kept him in a game in Colorado. Ultimately, uh, they go down in the first inning, two nothing, on a double, and you're like, here we go, here we go again. It's it's uh, you know, they're gonna they're gonna not show up again. And then in the fourth, they they show up a little bit. Nick Castellanos, a bomb to dead center field. Just a shot, you know, a, a rocket that got out in a hurry. And then later in the inning, man, Alec Boehm, dude just has to play. <laughs> I get it. He sucks at third base. He is a bad MLB third baseman. But he's, he's just too good a hitter right now. I mean, when you're talking about a team that ultimately needs to – live or die with the the bats, a team that's ultimately going to, if they're make, making the playoffs, it's because they hit and not because of defense, that's for sure. And I know that there's a threshold, obviously, but but for a team that needs to win with their bats that has been struggling to be consistent with their bats, you know, one of the few guys who's been consistent, he's 11 for 21 the season. I mean, the dude's batting 476, and I, I know it's a small sample size. He's certainly not going to bat 476 this season, but... Um, dude's hitting and he looks locked in at the plate and nice see him at home run. You know, he's, it's been a lot of, uh, um, you know, singles, doubles types of stuff, really singles for, for Boehm, um, lifting it, getting it out was really good to see opposite field. Really good to see. Uh, it was really awesome to see that Bohm a nice day as he goes two for four with the home run three RBI seven 14 slugging for Bohm. you know, so the doubles obviously in there as well. He is, um, He's been great offensively. And, and look, he made the, the routine plays, at least playing third the last few games. So that's something, you know, yeah. something. But one way or another, you got to find ways to get his bat in the lap. Speaking again, his bat in the lap, we'll get to the other guy in a sec. Ephelon falls apart a little bit in the fifth, giving up two more, four to three rockies but then the phillies get get it right back and tie it in the six kyle schwarber a a moonshot 468 foot home run just a blast awesome to see after he hit the opposite field coors field home run the night before you know this is a true shore bomb. you know really just launched it um and a, and a, a clutch hit there you know they needed that to get that back after losing the lead like that and then Next inning in the seventh, the Phillies just jump all over the Rockies. A uh, a Schwerber RBI hit by pitch. Schwarber Schwerber, uh, you know, get it done however he can. Bases loaded, hit by pitch. Uh, a boom sack fly. And then, Yohan Camargo, a three-run shot. Camargo, a four-hit day. Yohan Camargo goes five, four for five with three RBI and a run scored. He's batting three eighty-two on the season. And obviously, has been a outstanding third baseman for this team defensively went in there like a legitimate, great defensive third baseman, or at least very good. I would say, um, played shortstop DD out with the hand injury after getting hit by the pitch the night before. And they put Camargo at short and, and it was okay. <laughs> he didn't he look too bad. Um, you know, he wasn't great. He wasn't amazing. He certainly doesn't have all the range in the world there, but, you know, if he gets hit near him, he'll get it <laughs> every time, it feels like. Um, and look, again, to the point I made before, this is a team that needs to win with offense. And it, you got to get the guys that are hitting in the lineup. And Camargo and Boehm are the two best bats on the team so far, <laughs> along with Castellanos. I mean, those have been the three most consistent bats on the team. And Camargo's switch hits does it from both sides, has been the king of just dropping little... Little, you know, uh, um, kind of like a, a lazy fly ball single into the outfield, finding holes in the outfield, and then the bong, the dong. Yesterday, uh, he's just been phenomenal. You know, he's a winning player. He's the type of guy that winning teams have. Now, you know, can he be this all season? Certainly not 3-2, Certainly not a ton of pop. But yeah, I think you know, in terms of of a a valuable player for the Phillies, he can. Um, and look, I think they'll, they'll get him in and out as it goes and stuff. But it, it, while he's hot right now, he has to be in the lineup, has to, and play mature. Look, I mean, first and foremost, DD is just not very good. <laughs> I mean, he's had a couple clutch hits this season. The batting average is fine, but the, the, the OBP is still low. The slugging percentage is horrendous. You know, he's not lifting the ball at all. He's not that power hitting shortstop and, and he's not good defensively either. Like Camargo might be just as good, if not better already. Just because he gets every ball he gets to him. I mean, DD is not a good defensive shortstop. So, you know, and Stott's not hitting right now, but you know, you figure, you know, I don't know if Gerardi will because he hates young players, it seems, but um uh, you know, you need to get Stott some opportunities and and he'll play some short too. But ultimately, uh, you know, I think Camargo has to play more and and Bohm has to play more. <laughs> so third and short, you know, DH sometimes when you him with with Bohm. Camargo has been able to move all over. He's played first, too. I mean, who knows, depending on on who's doing what. But those guys absolutely have to be in the lineup as far as I'm concerned. Uh, again, as a team that has to live and die with offense, you need those guys in the lineup. Uh, Rockies, make it a little scary. Uh, bad outing from F- Familia there. Brad Hand came in and got him out after Huffling got in the jam the game before, and then Familia. An inning gets roughed up, and back-to-back nights, you know, Girardi never does that. We did with Familia. Familia, of course, gets roughed up. Should, probably should have been pulled sooner. Alvarado, clean inning. Canable, clean save, and they they close it out, nine to six. Ultimately, got a little scary there, but then they handled their business. And uh, again, it was just really nice to see the Phillies win a baseball game. <laughs> Silly as that sounds, and and do so in a. Uh, uh offensive fashion because you know that's what that's what we were promised that's what we need that's what this team needs yeah <laughs> they need these guys to mash and yesterday they did and and you hope that that'll that'll get them going a little bit coming home now we i'm i'm leery to ever say anything will get the phillies going as the many times as we've talked about the last few years with the you know this moment this this narrative, this, you know, whatever, getting called out but whatever, you know, we've had so many things. Where we're like, this is going to be the thing that jumpstarts them. And, and it, and it, you know, doesn't, um, generally. So, you know, leery about that, but, but I do think that, uh, I think they're going to hit, you know, I don't think that it's, uh, it's as I've said throughout this whole kind of rough stretch here to start the season. I've always thought they're going to hit. So I'm not, I'm not concerned about them hitting, uh, I'm a little concerned about Bryce Harper's elbow. We talked about that yesterday, obviously, having a DH in Colorado. That's not ideal. You know, anytime you're, you're a star player has an elbow thing. and I know they said it doesn't hamper his hitting, and he was hit in the lineup, obviously, but he certainly doesn't look good at the plate right now. He's a little out of sync, and you know, no matter what they say, it, it might hurt him while he, or might throw him off. Who knows? Um, it's certainly not good, though, so it'll be interesting to see if tomorrow night he's back in the field. I really hope he's back in the field tomorrow night at home against the Brewers. Just a signal that the elbow's doing better. Um, but otherwise, let's get into some reasons for hope, because that's, you know, negative. Girardi, negative. You're not going to hear me talk about Girardi as a, a reason for hope. But I do think that, you know, it has been a rough week with a lot of of angry, depressing talk on the show and for good reason but we're coming off a win and they're coming home and uh, the biggest reason hope is it's only been 13 games (laughs) i mean 13 games in a football season this would be the uh beginning of the what would be the beginning of the the first quarter of the second game you know we are so early we're so early you know, so much time left to go in this season. It is an absolute marathon. It's a cliche, but for a reason, it is. It's a test of of fortitude and wills and endurance and health and everything. You know, it uh, it's so much. So, you know, it's it's way too early. So that that's the biggest reason. But why not focus on some other reasons for it? Because it has been a lot of, of you know, again, depressing talk. And I do think that one reason... For hope that was the the two guys we just talked about is Camargo and Bohm, because I think that Camargo, as we've talked about, brings something to this team that they need. You know, a winning player, a guy who can play multiple positions in the field and can switch it, only switch it around the team, and he brings an energy and a and a, a professionalism and has been great, you know i don't, I don't think he'll keep hitting like this, but if he hits well, I mean then it's you know no brainer, but either way, this guy's been a really nice addition, and Alec Bowhm is figuring out the play you know, I know that there's still a question and what do we do and this and that, but you know it looks like he could be a real asset offensively for this team, and I know again all this is caveat I just said it's thirteen games he hasn't even played in all of them, so it's a very small sample size, but you know this is a guy who batted three thirty eight or whatever his rookie season, a guy who hit in the minors. And, you know, seemed like if nothing else, he was going to come up and hit for average. And, you know, had a disastrous season last year. And, and you know, he wasn't the only one. A lot of people did. And, you know, Joe Girardi certainly didn't shepherd him along well. But, um, you know, I think Boehm looks like he's figuring out the plate with Kevin Long and, and whatever else they're doing and, and just the, the extra year under his belt and the experience and all that. So I'm excited about Boehm. I'm excited about what he can bring to this team. So I think that's something he can be, you know, find, find – some hope in um, as well um, with the team. And, and look, how about Schwarber? The last two days, uh, you know, uh, everyone freaking out. It has been a disastrous signing. Ha, ha. It's like, chill out. I mean, Girardi freaking out, moving him down the lamp. Schwarber hits the homer two days ago. And then yesterday, a bomb, a bomb. And has had good at-bats has you know, scored runs, had RBIs, gotten some walks. Like He's been good the last two games, and he's a streaky guy. He just started a little slow. That's huge. That's a real reason for positivity. Hey, and how about the fact that we haven't really talked about him because it's been so frustrating, and, and the offense in general has struggled, but Nick Castellanos has yet to struggle as a Philly. Dude just hits every night. I think there's only in two games a season where he's going to hit. I mean, the dude is a, just a – A a rake machine. It's awesome. I love watching him play baseball. He is a, you know, that I, you know, I don't know if you know, but I, I definitely on, on, you know, high hopes pod and other stuff that I've done. I've talked about, uh, you know, he was my number one target in the off season. I loved him because he just rakes. He just goes up and hits bang. 306, 382 OBP, 571 slugging this year. Boom. Monster Homer yesterday. Boom. So Cassianos, I mean, great. Be excited about that. And Look, do we think that Bryce Harper is not going to hit this season? Because if you do, then, you know, okay, go with that. I think he's going to hit. I feel good that Bryce Harper is going to be fine. He's just struggling right now. Reese Hoskins, number one streaky hitter of all time. I mean, when has Reese Hoskins not been a streaky hitter? He's going to get locked in soon, or at a certain point for sure. I mean, this team's going to be better. Matt Vierling at about as rough a start to the season as you can have. It looks like he's starting to hit a little bit. And again, maybe they found something in Camargo. Maybe they found something in Camargo at short. mean, you know, all of a sudden, that lineup, if Boehm keeps hitting, looks dangerous. Because again, Harper will put it together. Romuto has, has shown flashes. Has had some good moments. The offense is going to figure it out. The single biggest reason for hope, if you're a Phillies fan right now, is this offense will figure it out. Because this offense is going to figure it out. They're going to go on stretches where they're going to be the hottest team in baseball. There's going to be stretches where they're going to be putting up, you know, seven, eight, 10, eight, five, 12, you know, like that's going to be the the game log. I really believe that, you know, when you look through it, because when these guys are locked in and, and multiple of them are locked in together, it's just too much talent. And, you know, you're reminded of that when you watch Schwarber this weekend, you see him at that bomb. It's like, oh yeah, like this dude's awesome. There's a reason he got a big contract. There's a reason he had 20 home runs in the month of June last year or whatever it was. You know, you watch these guys. You watch Castellanos, it's like, oh, yeah, this guy's awesome. What a hitter. It just hasn't come together. And, I again, I think there are a lot of other reasons outside of the players' you know, fault where I do think the players are at fault as well. But, you know, they're, this team's going to hit. It's only 13 games into the season. You know, I said it yesterday or two days ago, whatever. But, you know, if this stretch happened in June or July, you know, we're not paying attention to it like this. Maybe we talk about the seven of eight losses and be like, oh, you know, but we're not like freaking out about it like this. It's because it's the start of the season and it's because it's to start a season where we came in with this just, you know, insanely and fairly so, but this insanely high expectation for the team. So, you know, it makes sense that that we're going to react that way. But it's super early. And then, look, flipping it around to the pitching side of things, I think we've seen some things to really like about the bullpen. You know, Corey Knable's awesome, as expected, but he's awesome. Sir Anthony Dominguez has looked really good. Obviously, you're into a little trouble in Colorado, but has, has looked really good for the most part. Brad Hand has looked way better than I expected him to. Familia outside of of last night's outing, you know, has mostly looked good for the most part. Not great, but good. Alvarado cleaning yesterday, but hasn't been great. You know, some of these other guys have gotten some outs for you, but haven't been great here and there, but have have had moments. And obviously the starting pitching, you know, the Zach Wheeler thing, we talked about it. Obviously you can go one way and say you're concerned and I get it, but I can also go the other way and say it's just spring training. And look, I I get it if he's not going to be Zach Wheeler from last year. But you don't have to have him be the you know second in Cy Young to to be a great pitcher, to be a top ten guy and still have a massive effect for your team. And I think that's certainly on the table. He pitched a career in innings and he came into spring training with a shoulder issue. And he didn't have a spring training start. You know, what do you expect? If he looks like this in June, I'm really gonna be worried. So I think that's you know, I'm not freaking out about that. And look, Nola, I'm not I'm I'm a put up or shut up time with Nola. We all know that, but The outing in Colorado was decent. Kyle Gibson's looked good. You know, Kyle Gibson's giving you everything you could ask for out of that guy. Ranger looked better in his last outing. It's early. I think it all just comes back to if you you thought certain things prior to the season, like, you know, I think that Ranger Suarez is for real. I thought it coming into the season. I think he's going to be a really nice pitcher for this team. I don't think he's going to be a one like he was last year, but I think he's a— uh, a three with a potential to be a two type of guy for you M- you know maybe we're a, an offshoot season like last year where he's a one b type of thing but but i think that's the highest at highest end but i think he's a three i think he's a good pitcher for the phillies and and i'm not going to change that after two starts i mean that'd be crazy you know i, I believe that bryce harper is going to be an mvp type candidate this year i'm going to base that after the first 13 games of the season i'm like ah, nope that's done I mean, we all remember the stretch he had after he got hit in the face when he came back. He was horrible for like two weeks. Horrible. Way worse than he's been this to start this season. It's just too early. It's too early to freak out. And look, we could come back to this show in uh, in two months, and you could look back and be like, well, you told said it was too early to freak out. They're 10 games under, you idiot. And that's certainly fair and possible. It could happen, but I, I definitely don't think that you know, if you had doubts coming into the season, that's fair. If you were excited about this team and thought they were going to be good, don't let the start of the season freak you out. You could definitely be concerned about things, as I've said, and and I get it if there are Wheeler shoulder concerns. I'm not as concerned. If you're concerned about Joe Girardi managing this team and hurting this team from that perspective, yeah, right there with you. That I'm super concerned about. I, I think that ultimately if if we look back at the end of the season and say Joe Girardi caught some playoff spot, I wouldn't be shocked. I, I you know when this division could come down to a few games but I definitely think that if you went into the season believing in this team and, and you believe in these hitters like don't freak out yet and yesterday was an example and again I, I, I understand I understand we've all been here the last couple years right the last three four years it's it's literally been the same story every single year and the first 12 games of the season or whatever were a carbon copy of all the fears, all the issues, all the things that we've seen repeating year after year after year after year, like down to the NOLA starts, down to the being bad in Miami, down to the being bad in Colorado. I mean, almost, you know, almost too hard to believe how much of a perfect storm of Philly's neuroses this season has been to start off. So... You know, I think we all have felt that. I think we all have reacted to that. And and I was right there. And I still, as I said, I, I wasn't freaking out. I wasn't panicking. I still felt it. We all did. It's just too familiar. And too easy to believe that they would do it again. You know? So I, I get it. I'm right there with it. Um, I really am. But I do think that, you know, we're 13 games into the season. There's a lot of baseball left to be played. They're coming home. They've been much better at home. Am I concerned about them as a road team? Absolutely. I mean, how could you not be after the last few years? Like, it's just a it's it's a thing now. And I think Joe Girardi, certainly for the last two years, that's on him. That's a thing. And, you know, I, I need to see Girardi be better. I need to see Girardi add a, a culture, a, 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 a swagger to this team, all that stuff. And I see none of it. But I do think there's talent on this team. And I think that if everyone's healthy and everyone's playing well, they've got a real chance to make the playoffs. Like I still think they win the division. Um, You know, I, I, the Mets look better than I expected and I'll give them that. That's for sure. So I think it could be close, but I think the Phillies are a playoff team. Um, And I think that it's way too early to freak out, but I get it. If you're concerned and everyone has concerns right now, and there are certain things I'm concerned about, but, um, I definitely think it's it's okay to to rein yourself in from freaking out, even though we all get we all get it. Um, to rein yourself in from freaking out because there's still a lot of season left to go. All right, um, tomorrow uh, off day today, so no baseball game to react to. We'll get into some other stuff and preview the weekend as well. Uh, so until then, uh, take a nice deep breath and uh, you know be able to. <laughs> um hopefully relax and uh, on the off night tonight and then and then watch his team come back and maybe show us something and again would i be shocked if they don't if they're still the phillies and they're cursed no because sure i believe anything at this point but uh, i think it's gonna get better from here so let's hope i'm right (laughs) until tomorrow thanks for listening to another edition of phillies today right here on the phillies 24 7 network